Shareable is the podcast fueled entirely by curiosity. Every episode features exciting guests who share valuable advice and insights, how-to guides, and practical takeaways. Join me as I explore the awe-inspiring stories about overcoming the odds, the secret formulas that gave each guest their unique superpower, and the moments that remind us of our shared humanity. Get ready to be excited, delighted, and possibly even astonished, because this podcast is shareable. Remember, if you like this episode, think about who else you know who would like it and share it. It might even start the conversation that changes the course of your life. This episode of Shareable is a mic swap. It's a concept I came up with back in 2017 on the very first episode of Shareable. I thought, what if I made my guest into the host and I became the guest of my own show? This simple swap has led to some really incredible episodes with conversations I never could have even imagined before they happened. So I really hope you enjoy this episode of Mike Swap. Okay, so this is Owen here from Sweet Process, and I am uh, basically taking over the mic. And uh, Jeff, now you are the guest on the Shareable Podcast. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Nice to talk to you. Good, good. So I'm curious, Jeff, why did you decide to start podcasting in the first place? Uh, cause I dig talking to people. Um, one, I, so, so that's, that's a so oversimplified answer. There's a couple of things. One is definitely that someone, I realized that I could get really smart people to sit on uh, a video chat or a phone call with me for an hour and I could ask them whatever I want. And I was like, and, and I don't have to pay them for this. They'll just come on and talk to me. And yeah, that's the whole thing, right? That's amazing. So that was the first thing was that I realized I could have an opportunity to reach and talk to some incredible people. Um, that was the first thing. Second thing is I felt like having these interviews is really useful for me to develop my skills of having powerful, important conversations, become a better active listener, helps me as a coach. It helps me as a strategist. Um, it helps develop my empathy skills. So I think that there's a real value for me in being a podcast host. Those are the, the two primary ones. And then I think that the benefit that just kind of comes along with that is that I make content that people are are interested in listening to and sharing. So that's okay. why I did it. So what do you do in situations where you come across a guest, maybe on the onset, it made sense to interview them. But when you are interviewing them, it's like you're trying to pull water from stone. How do you go across that challenge? I've had one guest in since 2013, one out of over 300 episodes that I had to stop midway through. And I was like, this isn't working. Um, and it, it it's super rare, right? To Obviously then I have had some guests, you know, you have amazing guests where you have like this incredible flow and conversation. Then you have other guests where you're kind of like, okay, where are we going right now? Mm -hmm. um, so on the one hand, I think that it's still useful to have guests that aren't incredible because it's, it's, I take responsibility for the show, right? So it's my job to help my guests look amazing. It's my job to help them get their message across. And it's also my job to, to get the most that I can out of the conversation. You know, like if I'm bringing someone on, I want to know what their background is. I indulge my own curiosity in the show 90% of the time. Like I, I am not, always the best stand-in for the audience, but I'm always a good stand-in for myself. And I want to know 
what makes people tick. I want to learn what I can learn from each guest. So sometimes I get people where they make that really easy. And other times I got to push a little. I got to say, no, come on. I'm not going to let you off that easy. Tell me more about that. Why is that important to you? Or, you know, you explained it at a very high level, but I need you to give me more detail because I really, I, I get it at a high level, but I need more detail to understand it. So I just push a little bit. Um, and then I, I think the final thing I'll say on it is that you just have to, any kind of content you're doing, any kind of business you're running, anything you do in life, you have to recognize that you are not going to knock it out of the park every time. You're just not like I have podcasts where I suck. Like I'm not a good interviewer. I'm not a good guest. When I do a mic swap, I'm not a good guest on somebody else's show. Like it happens. You have good days, you have bad days. So I think you just keep going um, and push through those because you're going to have better ones. You're going to have the ones that made it worth it because you had the ones that, that didn't. Yeah. And so one question the listener might be asking is, okay, I have this interest in probably doing podcasts so I can uh, possibly get, you know, exposure to the business. So from you being a host, what would you say is the best way for a guest to come on the show and be able to deliver value to the list, but at the same way, be able to get some outcome out of it for their business? So as a guest, so I've been a guest a lot recently because um, I released a book. Uh, so my book is called The Lovable Leader. And I talk about my book a decent amount on my own show. But when, I, when I'm when i on other people's shows, I'm there to talk about the concepts in the book, right? And my hope is people buy the book, that the things I say are interesting enough. And they're like, yeah, I want to know more. The one thing I would say as a person who's been on both sides of the mic that I personally kind of take as, as like a general rule is that you should be promoting 10% or less of the time. Like generally you don't have to promote people. If they're interested, they will find you. Like we all know how this goes, right? Like if you, if at the end of a show you say, here's where to find me. And if you're interested in this, like, give me a ring, people will, right? Because if you did a good enough job in the interview, people are going to go, yeah, that person knows what they're talking about. And I'm going to go find them. So I'd say the one thing is go less on promotion than you may have in your heart that like, cause if I want to get on every show and be like, buy my book it is <laughs> awesome. I worked really hard on it. Right. Yeah. But, but the listener didn't come to hear me talk about my book. They want to learn something. And when they learn something, they think, what else could I learn from this person? So I think that would be the first thing uh, that I would advocate for. Um, the second thing is to make it really easy if people do want to find you. So that's the same. This, this is something that I, I've found actually that I've had guests in the past where like they were awesome. And then it's like, you go to look for them and like, where are they? <laughs> They're like, I have a Facebook. And you're like, that's not enough. Like you need to have a place where people can go and learn about you. So um, I worked really hard recently to consolidate everything into a single link. Uh, so now if, if you go to jgibbard.com, that links to everything that I do. It's just basically a menu. It's like, are you looking for Jeff as a speaker? Go here. If you're looking for my content, go here. If you want products, go here. So it's got like a nice menu of options. So I think one, assume that people are going to, if they're interested, they'll find you and then make it easy if they do find you to do the things you want them to do. Okay. That's great. And uh, one last question, uh, because this is a shareable podcast. So what is the uh, book that you've read recently that had the most impact to you? The book that I've read recently? Oh, um, so I read a lot. Um, I'm usually reading four or five books at a time um, based on whatever I'm feeling on a particular day. 
Um, so it's tough to just say like one. So I'm going to give you, I'll give you two. I'll narrow it to just two. Um, so the first is I started reading a, a trilogy. Uh, it's a fiction series. And I don't, people who know me, they know I don't read fiction because um, I have a hard time tracking characters and I just, I get lost in fiction. It's part of the ADHD. I just have a hard time with it. But a friend of mine recommended this book called The Three Body Problem. And it's a science fiction novel. Um, it has a lot to do with like humans, uh, first interactions with aliens and like, et cetera, et cetera. And it's a really interesting book because there's a lot of politics woven in and then human nature. And it's just a really interesting series of books. Uh, and then the other, I just got to give a shout out to um, to an author who's a friend of mine. She's absolutely brilliant. And I'm going back through her audiobook now. And I've read her book twice. Like I read, I have it on Kindle. I have it. I have a special edition hardcover and I just started going through the audiobook. So I read it the first time on Kindle, read it the second time in the, the hardcover. And now I'm going through the audiobook. And the audiobook is incredible. It's actually even better than the Kindle and the the hardcover, just in the sense that hearing her talk through her book makes all the concepts that much more real. And it's called Find Your Red Thread by Tamsin Webster. And good God, it's amazing. It is a framework for how to tell stories and how to frame your ideas in a way that people hear them and they understand them. And there's a lot of frameworks out there for storytelling and narratives. I just find that the way that she lays it out and talks about it, if you if you don't dogmatically follow it, like think of it like a Mad Lib, like, oh, I have to do it this way and I have to say these words. But if you think conceptually about the flow of the way that she lays out the red thread, it is absolutely incredible uh, how clarifying it can be for getting your message distilled down into like who you are and what you're about in a way that people can immediately walk away and understand what you're about. So I got to give Find Your Red Thread um, all the kudos in the world. Uh, it's one of maybe five, maybe 10 books that I've read more than three times. Um, so it, it's it's on my special list. So one more thing, one more question regarding uh, something shareable that you can share with the audience. I mean, we're all living busy lives right now. So what is the one thing you're doing right now to unwind and reset yourself and just get yourself centered back? Ah! That's a great question because I, I'm really bad at that. Um, so right now in my life, I have just so many, um, it, you know, if we're talking about like literally in the last like month, I'm just not good at it because I have a baby on the way. I'm trying to like wrap up a lot of loose ends before this baby comes because I'm taking some time off. So not relaxing a lot in general, though, if I zoom out a bit. Um, I find video games very relaxing. I find reading extremely relaxing. Um, I love cooking. Um, cooking is like a place where I go to just unwind, let loose. I just find it so meditative and peaceful. Um, whenever I can, I try to go snowboarding. Uh, I find being on the mountain and the silence and the smell of the cold air, everything about it is just so peaceful. So I tend to look for things that I can get completely immersed in, um, but that have an element of silence to them or or not necessarily silence, but um, it, it's like a combination of like silence or like rhythmic melody or harmony, you know, like snowboarding, there's a rhythm to it. There's a, there's a, there's a calmness, there's a stillness cooking. There's a calmness, there's a stillness video games. There's, 
there's there's an engagement in the thing, even when it's exciting and things are happening, there's a certain rhythm to it. So I tend to look for that because I have so many things happening at once in my head generally that when I have the kind of peaceful meditative mind state, mm-hmm. that's that's the way that I can unwind even in a short period of time. Great, great. And thanks for allowing me to uh, be your host on your show. Excellent. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. This episode was definitely uh, shareable. So tell me, what was most valuable or useful for you in this episode? Send me a message using the link in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and rate the show five stars on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Don't miss out on my other podcast, Becoming Superhuman, which is also available as an email newsletter. Get it all at jgibbard.com. If you're looking for a book to read, may I kindly suggest The Lovable Leader, which covers how to build great teams with trust, respect, and kindness. Available online wherever books are sold. And finally, if you're interested in working with me, whether it's hiring me to speak or train your organization or strategic consulting and coaching, all of that information can be found at jgibbard.com. All links can be found at the bottom of the show notes. Stay safe, be kind, and please share this episode with someone who will enjoy it. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the Shareable Podcast Network. Learn more at shareable.fm.